Hey friend, so last episode, I shared my reflections, my perspective from 2020 in a candid interview with a fellow mompreneur. You know, looking back, I am so stinking proud of how far I've come, but I also know that there's so much more ahead and a major shift has taken place in my heart. God has been calling me to do things differently and I love nothing more than for you to walk with me in this season. In this episode, I simply wanna share with you my story. If we're gonna be friends and hang out on this space, I need you to trust me. I want you to know my heart and my intentions towards you. I want you to know what God's doing in me. Well, the most recent piece, at least. So grab your coffee and sit down with me so we can catch up. Welcome back to the Nourishing Mompreneur Podcast, where we get encouraged and empowered as we pursue our greatest potential within the walls of our home. Hey mama, my name is Michelle High, and I'm so thankful you're here. Do you feel like your life is good, but something in you feels unfulfilled? Do you feel stuck in the trenches of motherhood, exhausted and working so hard, but feeling like you're getting nowhere? Do you have big dreams you hold in your heart, but you've been living small? Are you motivated for more, but don't have the clarity or the courage to do anything about it? Do you want to discover God's best and see if it's really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? As a wife of 16 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and an entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel, every bit of it. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home and that there is purpose in every season. If you are a fellow business-minded mama with a heart for home and a love for Jesus, let's process this journey and grow together. I'll never forget the day that I listened to this conversation back. Conversation is in episode one, um, that candid conversation with Brittany Jones. You know, I'm a big believer in the quote, the only reason to look back is to see how far you've come. And I felt so thankful and so proud of how I showed up in 2020. It was a really hard year and I worked like I never had before. For me, life just sped up, all while being, you know, juggling being a wife, a mom, and all the other hats that we wear. I want to cultivate a relationship with you here on this podcast space. So I want you to know where I've been, uh, my headspace, my heart space. That way you can kind of see the shift and what God's done in me from 2020 to 2021 and kind of that space in between here. This podcast project, or as I like to call it, Purpose Project, it's been brewing for quite some time in my heart. Um, But now that it's finally here, it's hard to know exactly where to start. I'll first say that I've been married for 16 years. I've lived in three states. I've had five kids along the way, and I'm at almost, and I say almost, 12 house moves. So let's just say I've done a lot, and a lot has taken place. Um, I just want to fill you in on why I'm sitting here today, talking to you on this mic, doing the hard thing, doing the uncomfortable thing (laughs) once again, um, and just a little bit of why, how I got here and what you can expect on this podcast. So let me first go back to the beginning of my entrepreneurship journey, which started seven years ago. But before that, I have to say, you know, all I ever was shown and all I had ever known was a mom that was just a mom. And that's all I ever wanted. All I ever wanted my whole life was just to be a wife and a mom. That was the deepest desire of my heart. And I never forget when I was in middle school, 
we had career day and we were supposed to dress up as what we wanted to be when we grew up. Well, my best friend and I were dreaming and we're like, we just want to get married and have babies and take walks and drink Starbucks. And like, that was the life of our dreams. So <laughs> that's what we did. We showed up to class dressed up as pregnant women with Starbucks cups in our hands. And the look of horror on my elderly male Bible teacher's face was like, the most priceless thing ever. So it's just a funny memory, but that was it. Like that was always me. Um, but I found myself and this time living in Nashville, Tennessee, I had three children and life was pretty settled and in a good spot, but we were really needing some extra funds. And that's probably why most of you listening had ever even thought about doing another business or doing a side hustle or doing another thing. Most of you started because like, hey, we could really use the extra money or how can I help my husband and support him? And that's where we were at. I was like, man, I can do something. I can help. And I wanted to. I, I love work. I love doing things. And I just always had this desire for more. And I was like, I can, I can help here. And we really, really needed it. So I didn't want to just do anything. I remember scrolling online, looking at lists and lists of things that you can do from home. And, you know, I didn't want to just do anything. It had to resonate with me. I, I know that at the end of the day, even if you're doing what you're most passionate about, it's still work and it's still a grind, but I, it had to just make sense and fit me. And I'm looking at lists, I'm looking at all these ideas, and I just could not find anything that felt right. And so one day we had just pulled in the driveway. I'm sitting in the truck with my husband and I was just frustrated inside. I'm like, God, just show me something, give me something, give me an idea. And immediately he dropped the name of my business into my mind and it was called The Nourishing Cupcake. So that was the first business that I started. And that's kind of a whole other conversation with that. Basically, totally healthy, delicious cupcake started out of my son having a gluten sensitivity, but through the years and through motherhood, you know, it evolves because I think that when you start a business, you always want it to serve your family. You always want it to support the vision of your family in a good way. And I always want it to be a blessing and not a burden. And so that was always something that was important to me. Anyways, it evolved a lot. Let's just say that it started out, I was selling in the parking lot with like a local farmer, kind of under the radar, and then I ended up almost in like a big box Whole Food type store there in Nashville. Then I was pregnant. We had just moved, I'm pregnant with baby number four, I should say. We ended up moving to Florida unexpectedly, shut the business down, came down to Florida, um, ended up doing a large catering job for a family member for a wedding, and that started the business back up again, and then found myself again in pregnancy number five and about halfway through the pregnancy with that I was like this is it like I'm I'm done here uh, I just physically could not keep up with the business the demand I couldn't stand on my feet that long and like I mentioned what had started as a blessing for my family I could see was becoming a burden because it was just too much um, I know that if any of you guys run a business from scratch um, traditional style you understand that you wear like 12 different hats. There's more than that actually probably, but there's just so many aspects and dynamics to business. It's just a lot. Add that into motherhood, which is already complex and you can get spread really thin very quickly. And so it was just too much. And I grieved that so hard. I'm halfway through my pregnancy with baby number five. We had just moved again and here I am letting this business go and this kind of dream die as I thought. But one of the things that the Lord showed me in that moment, because I tend to be more of an all or nothing type person, is it, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It was just 
a no for now. Like this is a not right now thing. So I was like, okay, God, I can, I can handle that. So I took that business and set it aside. And that was that. I had five children now. I'm homeschooling them. Life is full and everything is just, it's going good. I'm not looking to add anything else to my plate for sure. So now my daughter is seven months old and I was starting to not feel so well. And I stumbled upon a product, an opportunity that I just felt like I could not not get involved with. So I kind of fell into a network marketing um, model business. And one of the things that I loved about that is that it was just simple and sustainable compared to the cupcakes. I was like, okay, I can grab this. I can run with this. I can do it on my own terms. I'm like, wow, this is an amazing company. Um, this industry is second to none. This product is so helpful. It aligns with who I am. Just always wanting to support other people, provide products that are that are that uh, make you healthy, make you happy, and that empower you. And it just fit everything that I was about. And I really felt compelled to join this. But the cool thing about it is, this is true of any business, but specifically in the network marketing industry, one of the sayings is, you know, self uh, network marketing is a self-development program or a personal growth journey with a compensation plan attached. And that's true of any business because in business, you cannot grow a business without growing as a person. Your business, it will catch up to you. You have to continue to grow and your business will grow along with you. But that is certainly the truth. So I basically just jumped into this course of a couple years of of self-development. And it was one of the most beautiful things. It's been amazing. Uh, just growing and learning, learning to, to be courageous, learning to do the hard things, learning to get comfortable being uncomfortable, learning to talk to people, learning to listen, just learning to use my voice, all the things. And um, just a valuable, valuable process. But the cool thing about it too is I also was like, I'm making money, I'm building a business, but I'm also in business school because it just was kind of a low risk opportunity to learn the ropes of entrepreneurship and, and business. And so I just was ready to learn, ready to go and fully embracing that process. So then in stepped um, 2020 and COVID came. So I was already in a working season. My kids were in a pretty good sweet spot. You know, I had some older ones, some younger ones. We really worked together as a team. Everything at home was in order. And I always want to say that, like, in order for me to do business as a mom, like, home has to be in order. I have to be able to keep my priorities because my greatest success is to my family first. And if things are not right in my marriage, with my children, or at home, nothing else matters. And so that is always, like, the basis for can I do this thing that I want to do. Um, but I was in the sweet spot with with being able to pursue business in this working season, on this deep self-development, personal growth journey, and loving every bit of it. And then, like I said, COVID came and put us in a situation where, you know, my husband's an entrepreneur and as small business owners and entrepreneurs, we were shook and we were like, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? We we really need to work harder and, and push ahead. And so out of that necessity, I started another business. So I typically wouldn't recommend that. I'm a big believer in, you know, pick one thing and go all in. I think there's a lot of power in focus and not getting too distracted or too many irons in the fire. But in this situation, I started running and actively developing two businesses. And so it was intense. Uh, life just sped up for me. 
And I feel like last year I pretty much was like a workaholic in a huge way. It was crazy. Um, but again, it was just God gives you grace for each season. And that is the most important thing is that you are walking in alignment with the season that you're in. But what ended up happening is by the end of 2020, I found myself juggling all three of my businesses. I was like, you know what? This has been a hard year for everybody. Um, cupcakes make people happy. They spark joy. Why not? Like, let's just do this. This will be fun. I love it. It was my first baby. Um, it just makes me happy. It makes others happy. And this has been a heck of a year. Let's do this. So <laughs> all that to say, by the end of the year, I found myself juggling three businesses and pretty exhausted. Now, I knew that I would not and could not keep up that kind of pace. That was just the season that I was in. And I could fully embrace the hustle of that year because I knew it was okay. There was a grace for it, but I knew it wasn't going to be a forever thing. One of the things that helped me protect my sanity last year was just walking and running on the treadmill. It was kind of an outlet to reduce my stress, just clear my mind. And I would always get on there, walk, pray, and in my conversation, in my thoughts, it I would use it as a time to reset and realign myself. Often I would review my goals, review my plans, but I was always seeking the Lord and checking in to make sure I was on the right track and just trying to get recentered on the path that I felt like he had for me, always wanting to do the next right thing. And by the end of the summer, I started asking about, okay, God, what does the next year look like? What is 2021 gonna look like? And he actually gave me the word for the year. And I have to be honest, I wasn't super excited about it. It wasn't anything nearly as exciting as my word for 2020, but I understood what he meant and I it really resonated with me. And that word was mission. And it was just meaning that like this is time to focus on the mission that I've created you for, the real, the, the main thing, not the business growth and the goals, but the main thing and getting to the heart of the matter. And I just knew that some big changes were going to be made. I didn't know how that was going to transition, but I was on board with that. So as I continued to take steps through the fall of the year, you know, clarity, more clarity came and clarity always comes as you go. You know, as you move in that direction, you get more and more clear on what to do. And so I began uh, slowing down towards the end of the year. I began setting myself up to make some necessary changes, but the more I slowed down, the more I realized just how exhausted I was. I, I had to slow down because, you know, when you're driving a car down a highway, you don't drive 90 miles per hour and then like screech, turn the corner. It's a new year. Let's just do things different. It doesn't work like that. Like you have to slow that car down before you make that turn. And so as the fall of 2020 came, I began slowing down to make the shifts, to make the changes in obedience that I was being led to do. But as I did that, I realized just how tired and exhausted I was, like like soul tired. I was up late one night baking cupcakes and I actually was listening to an audiobook, and he said something to the effect that badass is one step away from burnout. And I was like, um, yes, I'm raising both hands over here. Like, I feel like I was totally walking the line of complete burnout. And I probably just totally crashed and burned by the end of the year. But all I can say is I made it through and I was running on fumes, just gasping to get to January. I could not wait for January because I had planned months ahead that this was gonna be the month. This was gonna be the month that I was going to renew I was going to get refreshed. I was going to rest. This was going to be a time for me. It was going to be almost like a, a me time where I could just rest and unplug from everything and just 
you know, re regenerate, rejuvenate all the things that I was just so desperately needing. Um, you know, we always look for that me time, that mom time. And so I kind of thought that's what it's going to be like. And, um, yeah, I was completely wrong in that. God said, uh, no, baby, this is, this is my time. And this is a sacred time where you're going to consecrate yourself to me. And so a week into the first uh, month of January, 2021, he called me to join my husband and do a 21 day fast. So yeah, that's pretty crazy. I typically, I don't like to do extreme things. I wouldn't normally do that for myself, but it was honestly me just walking in obedience. It was me doing it for him. And he gave me the strength and the grace to get through that. It was really challenging. And I'll have to do a whole nother talk about that and tell you about what it was like, what I learned, because that's a whole nother episode. But Um, He revealed a whole lot. I had a whole list of things that I was praying for during that fast. But one of the biggest things that I realized was really looking back um, just how self-absorbed I had been. You know, I had been on the self-development journey. And I think that's the challenge with self-development is self is the key word. You're looking to yourself for answers. You're looking to yourself to be stronger, to yourself for courage for for all of those things and that there's nothing wrong with it I think it's amazing but it has to be in a it has to be in order it has to be under the authority of the Lord and so I had grown so strong I had grown so much as a person confident and worked on my skills and my gifts and my talents and grown my business and all of it but God was like no I don't want you to be strong in yourself I want you to be strong in me You know, the Bible says, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. And that was one of the biggest shifts that that he was just doing in me as I humbled myself in January, as I fasted, as I prayed. He was just taking all of me and being like, no, no, it's not your strength. It's my strength. And you need me 110%. Like it's, it's all in me. And you know, even looking back, it's interesting just to see that, you know, as you show up on social media, I know as a mom, when you're working from home, social media is an amazing platform to build a business, but it can get tricky because even with your best intentions of showing up, of, of serving others, there's still so much focus on you because it's all what meets the eyes. And so anytime the focus, uh, you know, I just I just felt like I got sucked into a little bit of like the highlight reel, like pointing to myself, like I don't want to be putting so much attention on me. I really ultimately want to be bringing glory to God in what I do. And it just has to be in order and in alignment. So all I'm trying to say, like anytime the focus is more looking inward to yourself more than looking to God, then things are out of order. Anytime you're consuming more self-development, and just immersed into listening to other people and personal growth stuff, then you are in the scripture and in the word, then things are out of line. Anytime you're highlighting yourself more and putting more attention on yourself than you are pointing others to the Lord, then things can get out of order. And I recognize that. And I felt like, oh man, like that's totally me. I just, I don't want that to be my focus. So I surrendered. I just, in that place, God has just been doing so much. I can't even put it into words. But the one thing, one of the biggest shifts is just surrender. That could be my word for the year as well, as well as trust. Um, But the mantra for this year has just been like, God, like I want to do things your way in your time. 
And so I've been quiet. I've been listening. I've been growing. And of course, I've been wrestling and uncomfortable every step of the way. I think it takes way more courage to slow down, at least for me, than it does to speed up. But I don't want to live my life self-absorbed and so focused on me and my goals and those things. I really want to live a life surrendered. I really want to be a servant leader in all that I do. And that is honestly just the biggest reason why I'm showing up here. I kind of want to be off that highlight reel more of social media and just be most authentic and vulnerable with you. This is a place where I can use my voice to serve you. This is a place, whether it's just even a word of encouragement or a simple strategy to hack your mompreneur journey, whatever that looks like, that's what I'm here for and that's what I'm showing up for because I'm a verbal processor and it helps me so much to talk things out. And it also helps me so much just to feel like I'm not alone. I get a lot of clarity from talking things through and just feeling the support of knowing, okay, there's another mom that gets it too. And so on this podcast, you're just gonna hear, we're gonna talk more about entrepreneurship and work from home strategies. We're gonna talk about motherhood and family, and we're gonna talk about growth, of course, self-development, but the foundation of everything is our faith in God. And of course, you'll hear nuggets of inspired thoughts and encouragement all along the way. But that's here. That's why I'm showing up for you. Um, I'm really excited to see what God's going to do. I'm pressing into what's possible. And I just want to be clear too, by the way, if you are not a mom in business, if you don't have that thing, if you're home and you're just raising those babies, this is completely your space. This is really a place for a mom that has a heart for more. This is a place for a mom that just wants to grow and pursue her greatest potential within the walls of her home while you're raising the babies, while you're being an excellent wife, like I said, an intentional mother. This is the place for you to pursue more and for us to just work together and process life more together. So I hope you stick around with me. Um, Let's see what's possible. And I just pray that I can serve you well and really be a friend to you in whatever season that you're in. Hey mama, real quick before you run off and do all the things, if you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to leave a written review. This helps me on my mission to encourage and empower others who are pursuing their greatest potential from home. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Nourishing Mompreneur podcast to rate and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra today, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social. I value your time so much and appreciate you connecting with me. Find me at nourishingmichelle.com forward slash connect. 